0: Abed and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hi, folks. Old man Grognard here. Welcome to Sunday. Hope you're all doing well. First off, we're going to start off with a voicemail from Rich Frazier of Cockatrice Nuggets. Go ahead, Rich. Hey, Glenn. It's Rich. I have three solutions for moving combat quicker and one of my own. So first one is 5th edition Dungeon Master's Guide. There is a section that um, gives you a formula of you plug in an AC and their modifier and it tells you how many should hit. Second, I think based off that, um, Game Mastery Journal or something like that by Rogue Comet, Rogue Comet, has um, the same kind of chart. You look at their plus, you add it in, and it figures into a table. Um, thirdly, you mentioned it last time, Vorheim, Vorheim, pick up a bunch of D4s, throw it on that cover. And lastly, mine. I have a bunch of dice set up in sets and colors. So I pick up uh, red dice, blue dice, green dice, orange dice, throw them all. They're paired with damage dice, and I look across and go, this hits, this misses, this hits, this misses. I already have damage rolled. Um, see if any of those help. Take care. Thank you for that voicemail, Rich. I really appreciate those. Those are all great ideas, by the way, for doing ma- you know a lot of combat. I particularly like your solution. Although I don't have all my dice always organized into sets of colors, that would be easily done. And I'd, I'd love to try that out. I may do that. Thank you very much. I really appreciate that. Okay. I was wondering, uh, is it wrong for me as a game master to like chaos? And what I mean by that is, I find myself kind of embracing it because I plan, I prep, I make adventures, I run modules like every other GM. But when they go off the rails, I'm getting to love it. I'm getting to love the the character, the PCs who make a big deal out of something trivial to the point where I will just look at my notes and just set them aside and say, "Okay, let's go." Where is this going to go? Yes, I'm think. Yes, it's it's putting me on the spot. Yes, I have to think on my feet, but it's nothing that a short break won't cure, because I just. It's this is it's getting to be the point where this is what I live for. I've got a nice story, but if they come up with a better story, I'd love it. Especially if they go somewhere else. And also, I never completely throw away the story. It may go in a different direction. To me, it's not the it's not it's not the destination, it's the journey. And that's the way I think role playing should be. They want to throw you a curve, you 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 compensate. It's a tennis match. They hit they hit a ball over the corner. You got to go over there and get it, swat it back to them. And I'm just, it's almost to the point where I just want to grab some monster stats and go, which is nothing wrong. I mean, I, there's nothing wrong with it. I mean, you know, but. There's a lot of people out There's a lot of people out there. People out there so, oh, well, if you don't put it in the prep time, you know, there's a lot of people out there who can't do something like this. And I'm not even sure I can do it all the time, but it's just, it's exhilarating to see what they do and then just go with it. Just work with them. You're working with them on the story. And I know where the story's going to end, sort of. Because nothing should ever be written in stone in adventure. Because the player characters will change it, and at this point they really did. You know, and so you just got to sit there and and think. You, <laughs> this is going to sound funny, but this is something. Of, this is a foreign concept to me. Thinking logically, because I tend to not think logically. I think with my, in, in all aspects of my life. This is probably what's wrong with me. I tend to think with my gut. And do what I feel is right, what I feel works. So maybe that's why I'm enjoying it so much because they just, it's like they're giving me lemons. I'm going to make lemonade, man. I really am. I'm going to make something out of this. And guess what? It's going to be, it's going to end the same way. Somehow. I'm not going to railroad them. I'm not going to force them. But this is me on the spot thinking on my feet and I really feel alive at the table when I do that. I really like I said this is what I I it's it's getting so what I live for. It's not that I don't want to do the prep. I want to do the prep. The prep is great. Prep is good. Because you have to have even though even through chaos you have to have some kind of battle plan, some kind of map of where you're going. I've been in too many games where the game master did not know where they were going. they were trying to play it off the cuff all the time. And I spent my early days. I told you that the people who taught me D and D, they were playing first Edition A, D and D, so they taught me first Edition A, D and D for a few sessions, and then all of a sudden I'm dumped into gamma world for two, three years because that's their pet system. That's the system this game master likes. And I've related the story before. Uh, If she was a better game master, I probably would have enjoyed it more. This almost put me off post-apocalyptic, but I came back. Because she had, you know, sandboxes are a funny creature. Because even in a sandbox, you have these plot hooks that you have to follow up on. Otherwise you're just randomly wandering around the wilderness. And that's what we spent three years doing. And almost until I found champions, that almost got me out of role playing. It's like, this is all it is. You're just wandering around, killing monsters, looking at stuff, not doing anything. It drove me it drove me nuts. Almost. And So, like I said, it almost not only put me off post-apocalyptic, it almost put me off a gaming period. And that's not the way to, I mean, that's, I think that's why I like sandboxes because of the versatility and the plot hooks, but that's the downside of sandbox. You got to know where, if they're going to point, first of all, you're not the one pointing them in a direction. They're pointing themselves in a direction and you just got to follow along and see what happens. And you have to have a rich enough sandbox with stuff to do plot hooks where if they're going to stumble into a story, you're ready. And you don't have to be completely ready. I mean, it doesn't have to be a complete adventure. But this is the situation. You can plan it out and count it. Okay, say they're going into a new hex. Oh, we're going into a new hex. And we find this plot hook. uh, Monster steals farmer's wife. Okay, they get involved. So now you have to do something with that. So I would call a break for about 15 minutes, maybe 20 and sit there and go, okay, let's logic this out. What's going to happen? What's Look at the area. What's around the area? What's going on here? Where would he take her? Blah, 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 blah. It just in a general sense. I'm not saying you have to be specific about it. Make sure you have the monster stats and any other th- creatures. You've got your random encounter tables, which is good. I love random encounter tables. I, I can get an adventure out of those. Those are fantastic. Uh, but I've stated this before. So then they come back and say, okay, here's what happens. Boom, 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 boom. Next thing you know, they have an adventure. That's the way it's done. That's, that's jamming by the seat of your pants, but it's not completely, you're not completely helpless. That's what I'm saying. Like I said, I've told before, my friend Vince says, how can you plan to ad lib in a game? You can always plan to ad-lib in a game. You know the area. You know the resources. You know the monsters. you got notes. You've got stuff right there. You can always plan to ad-lib. So that's no excuse. But anyway, I started feeling guilty about embracing chaos. And I, I mean, it's not that I could do this all the time, but when it happens, boy, is it fun. It really is. Why don't you guys give me your thoughts about it? Because I'm going to go start my day and... Why don't you tell me your thoughts? Drop me in a line at oldmangrognar@gmail.com or you can drop me a voicemail on Anchor, and uh, we'll 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 bat this around a bit, and I'll, I'll answer it on one of the future shows, of course. So, well, time to go. So, after all, we are monetized, so as little as ninety nine cents a month, you too can help me sup- help support this program, and I would thank you. And once again, thank you, Jonathan Gilbert can't read my notes. Oliver and, of course, Mark C. Waldring. And don't forget to listen to Mark's podcast, The Yawning Owlbear. You guys are great. Thank you very much. So, until I see you next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air.